it's Celine. And TJ. Back for another episode of TJ and Celine Nerd Out. Two nerd things. Woo. Whoop whoop. All right. So this week we're talking about the political cl- climate in Syria. Yes. And um, our newly-ish president, Joe Biden. And we're also going to talk about um, sexism among Muslims. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. Okay. Very serious topics. <laughs> no, we're this week we're talking about the next and latest episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but could you imagine us talking about politics? We would just stutter. Well, like I just did. I think something would probably do a little bit I'd better be fine. than I would. <laughs> I'd be fine. But... I'd be like, yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Whatever you said. Uh-huh. Um, no, we're not talking about that. No, we're talking about the most recent episode of the Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier. Woo! Episode three. We're halfway done. That's fucked up. Don't say that. Kind of sad about it. Well. I am sad that we don't get, like, another show right after. So, okay. Yes. Here's why it's kind of a bummer. Because Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to end. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it was, like, a week in between or something like that. And then Black, Black Widow. Widow was supposed to come out. Yep. And then I think there was a little bit of a lull. Mm-hmm. And then Loki was supposed to come out. Yep. And then I think that would lead right up to Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Yep. Well, as we know, COVID has just fucked up everything. Yep. Again. And everything's pushed back. Yep. So that's kind of a bummer that after this show ends, we don't really have anything for quite a while. So No. We'll probably figure something else out to podcast, but yeah. in the meantime, yeah. you guys will have to just wait for us to figure that out. We'll probably honestly do what we've always said we're going to do and watch movies and podcast them. Yeah. Because I think we watched Civil War in order to prepare for Captain... Or Winter Soldier, sorry, I couldn't yep. fucking think of it. I know you um, And now, after this is done, we probably will continue on with that and watch all of the movies and get to Avengers Endgame and die. Again. We've we po- we podcasted it before, but... Been a while. Well, I mean, yeah, even if we watch the movies in um, chronological order... Yeah, we could. Um we probably skip Civil War since we already did a podcast for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we already did a podcast for Captain America, too. Yeah, I don't want to watch the first one again. No. <laughs> no. You know, and it's like it's not like it's a terrible movie, but it's there's a, just something missing in it. It's a theater movie. Yeah. It's a movie you watch one time in theaters, and yeah. then when you watch it at your house, you're like, whoa, how the fuck did I sit through almost three hours of this? I mean, because it has everything that a, that a Marvel movie should have. But, like, what, what, do you, what do you think about it is, like, just not that entertaining? I think, okay, I think it's a lo- just a lot more, like, serious than, like, what we get with Tony and what we got with, you know, yeah. Thor. Well, Thor was serious at first, I guess. Yeah. But, I don't but, know, I think Marvel is, was, is moving in the direction of, like smart assness and like funny you know because yeah. even thor loki was like a dick yeah so i think that cap being like america was kind of aggressive and a lot yeah because i mean the first avenger the captain america movie um has the lowest rating other yeah. than hulk of the marvel movies yeah which i think is so surprising that he 
got more movies, you know? Well, his other movies were actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. I mean, his other movies did Yeah. way better. But Oh, my gosh. They were so good. I think the problem with the first one was um, the Red Skull just wasn't intimidating enough. And I think we it was so much of the movie of him, like, being this, like, face, like, almost the model of America, yeah. you know? And not enough of him. It wasn't... <laughs> it wasn't a good enough transitional phase. I think you know you know you know what I'm talking about. There's like mm-hmm. the part in the movie where they become the hero. Every single one has them, and they're like, oh, I'm like whatever, Captain yeah. Marvel, Captain America, Hulk, Iron Man. You know, Iron Man's a good example of that. I am Iron Man. Yeah. And I think that Cap just didn't have that like just slide into home base. Yeah, I feel like the ending of the movie was like, I, I what I feel like the problem was there was. I'm not sure, I understand. <laughs> exactly. My exactly. Hey, my watch doesn't understand either. <laughs> I feel like the problem with it was there was too many things in one movie. Yeah. And they didn't know how to do anything. Do all those things for one movie. That is the problem with the beginning of Marvel. Like yeah. begin the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The issue is a hundred percent the fact that they didn't know exactly what they were doing quite yet. Yeah. And then. You know, they hired, like, Kevin Feige and, like, all these people that took it and ran with it. Yeah. And, um, Robocaller. <laughs> Sorry, pause. Um, and I think that that changes things when you have a system in place. That That's the issue with DC, too. We've talked about yeah. this again and again. They finally had a system, and I think the first movie wasn't a part of that system at first. Yeah. Um... Anyway, we should probably talk about Captain. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of related yeah, to true. the Falcon and that's the Winter Soldier. Um, but yeah, episode three uh, was definitely, uh, I think, a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, some some things be happening. It be moving, it be moving. Um, I just want to make sure we were actually on episode three, not episode four. I thought it was no, on it was for three. a second. It was three. Um, yeah, yeah what, what did you think of the episode? I liked it. Um, I liked it a lot better than the previous filler. Um, yeah. Again, we talked about this. I'm okay with one filler, but for six episodes, two fillers was a bit much. Um, and if you're going to have two fillers, make the episodes like an exact hour long, like 60, 55 minutes. Yeah. Um, this episode, I can't... Can you start us off? I don't remember how it starts. Do you not remember either? <laughs> well, I think... Uh, um, I mean, God, I just watched it not that long ago, and I kind of already forgot. I literally watched like, it. Like, not that it day. was forgettable, but... No, I just forgot. Um, I think how it starts is they're going to get Zemo out of prison. Yes. Or they're going and, to at least talk with him. Yes, and then they create an entire scenario of how he's going to be released for, or, like, escape from prison, and then that actually happens. Yeah. Which, okay, there are villains, and I just want to talk about Zemo just very briefly, because we watched Civil War and then this, so it was such a great, like, little backup yeah. into it. Uh, there are villains that you don't like, and there are villains that you like. And I really like Zemo yeah. a lot as a villain. I feel like he's a very believable villain. Yeah. He's also, like, kind of likable. Just, like, the yeah. way he does stuff, I'm kind of like, I-, I would do that shit. Yeah. Like, I would do that. So, I, I did enjoy his yeah his in- introduction. I did, too. Or reintroduction. Reintroduction, yeah. One of the memes I saw, it said, is it weird that I trust Zemo than I trust, more than I trust John Walker? I saw that Which meme. is, like, so, like, true, because I don't trust John Walker for At one all, second. But, no, but I trust Zemo. Which, you guys, last week we asked how, why he was Baron Zemo, 
And we yeah. got the answer. He's actually a baron. Yeah. Well, so did we actually talk about that in our podcast or was that just a conversation that you and I had? Oh well, my gosh, you guys. We have a guest. We do have a guest. Oh my God, our first guest. Oh my God. <gasps> oh my gosh. Do you want to inter- introduce yourself, guest? Hi, everybody. This is Mason. <laughs> You sound like a radio personality. <laughs> I listen to a lot of radio, so I know how they talk. Oh my god, you do! That's actually pretty good. Um, we're actually talking about Zemo, the villain, the one that they like help escape from prison. What do oh, you yeah, think of the that? Baron. Oh yes. Yeah. Yep. What do you think of that? Um, I think he's got some tricks up his sleeve. Oh, absolutely. But uh, there's, like- there's a reason why he grabbed his mask out of the car. Oh. Mm-hmm. I forgot oh, yeah. about that. And uh, he he. He showed the mask in that gunfight in the shipping container area, um, but that was just a, I think it was just a play that, uh, you know, he was trying to tell them that he was on their side, but he's going to wear the mask even still, so now he has a he has an out to have the mask with him. Did anyone else here think that he was going to, like, turn bad right in that moment? I thought, like, when he put his mask on that he was going to yeah. be, like, the bad guy right then and there. I thought he was going to screw him over. Yeah. Yeah, and then he didn't, and... We also well, he's gaining him. trust. It'll be easier to double-cross them. Yeah. I think he's a likable villain, though. I was just talking about that. I like him as a villain. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I told Selene, I said, there was a, a meme that I saw that said, is it weird that I trust Zemo <laughs> more than I trust John Walker? That's not weird at all. And <laughs> it's like, okay, at least with, you know, Zemo, like, yeah, he may be a dick and he's probably going to screw him over, but you know his intentions are true. You know? Yeah. Where with John yeah. Walker, we don't know what But he's he already doing has yet. the villain, like, vibe. Yeah. Zemo, well, yeah. Zemo, like, you just, he just is the villain. Like, like there's no, like, if, ands, or buts. They're just using him right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I think he's using them, too. <laughs> we also, speaking of introductions or reintroductions, we also got some, some Sharon Carter back in our midst. Mm-hmm. Which you hate, Sharon Carter, TJ. Mason didn't remember her. I don't know. I don't remember. Really? It's Peggy's, well, yeah, you you don't know the names, Ariel, but if you saw her face, you'd know. It's Captain America's love interest in his first movies. Do you remember her? <coughs> her niece. Oh, his love back in the 40s yep. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Her, okay. Her niece. Yeah. Her great niece, I guess. Yeah. Um, but they don't actually re- reveal that until Civil War. Yeah. So, like, in, because she was on The Winter Soldier, that's when mm-hmm. we first get introduced to her. Mm-hmm. Um, we just know her name is Sharon Carter. Mm-hmm. And it could be yeah. anything, but yeah. but yeah, we got her back, and she's been on the run ever since the Civil War. Actually, I think, right? Yeah, because they never pardoned her for her like crimes against humanity well, or whatever. She lives in Lowtown. Yeah, yeah, in Madripoor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, did anyone have to look it up to see if that was a real place? Mason, oh no, that's funny you asked that. I straight up, I was like, where's Madripoor? And he was like, it's in Indonesia. And I was like, I was like, how do you know that? And he said it like, he said it so quick too. Because right. I was like, Madripoor, is that like in London or where is that? Well, Indonesia. I was like, it's like a mixture of, of uh, Madrid and Singapore. Madripoor. Madripoor, you know? <laughs> it's in the archipelago islands. See, he knew that shit. <laughs> in the middle of, funny little tidbit, in the middle of watching it, I, I, like, couldn't say archipelago. I yeah. still had a struggle. I had to think about it. Archipelago. I, I was like, archipelago. Archipelago. <laughs> and Mason was like, archipelago. I was like, that. What is that? And he was like, 
well, you know, technically Hawaii is an archipelago. And I was like... It's a group of islands. There you go. Near a mainland. Yep. So, what do you think so far of the episode, Mace? We won't keep you here for very long. What do you think of the, the show so far? I like the show. I like that there's more humor. Um, it is funnier. Mm-hmm. The, you know, between Bucky and uh, Falcon, they're, they like each other, but it's just... It's like a brotherly love. Yeah. yeah. They kind of feed off each other's sarcasm, and I don't know. I think they'll make a good team, just even if they don't directly get along. Uh, but the comic relief is what makes the show. And, again, I, I still appreciate that Marvel is kind of getting into more badassery mm-hmm. with, with the older crowd, you know, us. You know, like showing blood and stuff. Yeah, blood yeah. and, you know, yeah. swear words. <laughs> So. Mason is a big proponent that Marvel movies that are, like, made for our generation should have swear words in them. Well, I think what's happening is is a lot of people, or a lot of studios were hesitant to make R-rated movies, R-rated comic book movies, because they didn't feel like there'd yeah. be an audience for them. But then with movies like Logan, Deadpool, where, like, they have done phenomenally well, I think they realize that there is an audience for them. So they're test runs. And that we'll probably get more movies that will be R-rated, have more language and Because can you all imagine that. if Endgame was R-rated? Oh my God. <laughs> make, it, make it an eight-hour movie. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Speaking of, they should do an Endgame extended cut. I would watch it. Hundred percent. I I mean it's already three hours. If it was eight hours, I would take my I would take a PTO day yeah. and watch it. Absolutely. I would one hundred percent do that. We we watched all of Justice League. You did too, didn't you? Mm-hmm. In one run, yep. Yep. We did it two nights just because people were tired. I mean I would <laughs> I would have watched it, but Ask Mason who made us watch the whole thing in one run. Yeah. Friday night starting at about eight thirty. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, and continue. Who, who forced who? You forced me. <laughs> it was like... I'm not a huge DC guy. That DC has ruined it for me in the past. Yeah. And so yeah. I, it's just hard for me to get into a DC movie. But I will say that uh, that was actually pretty good. Yeah. They're turning it around. Well, that was Zack Snyder's cut. Yeah. But I don't know. DC has a large... Uh, hole to fill yes for me marvel's just on the right track and i think marvel is the the money maker when it comes to tv shows even though they're new at it but they're still knocking it out of the park yeah they need to make more shows well the one thing i read is they want to do cinema quality tv shows yep which is i think a phenomenal idea like that i've always i've always questioned why more studios don't do that i get they don't have the budget like marvel does but, yep. like, if they actually made good quality TV well, shows, like, I would watch them and, Could you, you imagine know? if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or The Gifted were made by Marvel? How yeah. much better they would have been? Or uh, The Runaways. Yeah. Like, any of them. Like, they were they were in associate, association with Marvel, but, yeah, but they Marvel weren't done by Marvel. No. no. Well, you can tell that Marvel didn't even create, like, The Gifted, which is the X-Men, like, roundabout runoff or whatever that Mason and I are actually watching right now. Yeah. Which isn't bad, but it's obviously not. It seems pretty obvious to me that this sounds corny, but uh, after Endgame, that was pretty much the start of a new beginning with Marvel because now they're branching out and doing their actual TV shows and 
they got a whole slew of movies coming out. And weren't there a couple last year that just got delayed? Yeah. Oh, everything's, oh, been everything's delayed. delayed. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's all going to come out at once, and people are just going to go nuts. Well, one thing I'm excited about, kind of related to what you said about Marvel going darker mm-hmm. and having, you know, more risque characters, mm-hmm. they're going to have Moon Knight, who is supposed to be like the equivalent of Batman, um, who is a darker character. They're going to have Morbius. Morbius which is a very, is a dark, very character. dark character. Which yeah. I think that movie's going to be rated R, which I'm excited about. And he's about. also like a huge anti-hero. Yeah. Like he's like very much similar to like Venom in yeah. that sense. Where he... Do you, guys, do you guys think they'll go as dark as some of the comics did? Because the mean, comics went really dark. Well, I would hope. I mean, I mean, when they when Fox did Deadpool, I think, and Deadpool did so well, <coughs> and Logan did so well, those were both R-rated movies made by Fox. I think once they saw that they could get money. Lots yeah. of money. Like, <laughs> from, from a generation entirely that's, like, older, then we'll why see. not? My thing is, Deadpool, they had to keep it at a certain time limit. They couldn't make it five, six hours or whatever. I'd love it. I'd watch it over and over again if they did. But, you know, they kind of just stuck to the action parts of it. But deep down, the story behind Deadpool is is very dark. What's that that lady, that the blind lady that he's with? What's her name? Oh, my God. Um, I don't remember her name. (laughs) She, in the comics, she's actually... Not a prisoner, a hostage. Yeah, yeah. He holds her hostage and 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 like abuses her and, and keeps her in a cage in the basement or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm looking. Yeah, right and and that was not the case in the movie. She was just you know a friend that he was always sweet to, but in the comics it's a lot darker. Than I mean, that. I wouldn't say he was sweet to her. Well, he still called her like a fucking cunt. Oh, sure. but she gave it right back. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. she I was not at all worried about her. Um. But yeah, I mean that'd be interesting if they did it. You know, way See, darker. See, that's the and... kind of darkness I'm talking about. But I just don't know if they would. That is where you would start to wonder what kind of audience you'd draw. Blind L. Blind L. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um. Yeah. I, I think there's a limit to how dark you can get, though. Yeah. You know. I I think especially that, in today's day and age. Yeah. yeah. I think at some point they're going to do another Ghost Rider, either show or movie, which Ghost Rider is an extremely dark character. Um, Which is it's so funny because the Nicolas Cage movies, he was not dark. At no, all. not at all. Not. <laughs> no, he had the terrible headpiece. Why are you laughing? You gotta explain. If Nicolas Cage was the Ghost Rider in the new one, Marvel would be all the way down to DC's level in my book. Yeah. Nicolas Cage could not play Ghost Rider again. No, the fact that he even got a second movie. Was like kind Sam of Sam Elliott it was, was better in that movie than yeah. actual Nicolas Cage. Yes, he was. Um, they're also redoing Blade, which I'm excited I did, about. I did hear that. Because yeah. Blade, I, I mean, actually even back loved in the day, it was Wesley, dark. Sni- Wesley Snipes as Blade. I did too. I loved him as Blade. Yeah. Wait, and didn't, I, didn't didn't we see something with Blade? We actually there? watched Blade. We did. Yeah. The old the old, old one. Though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We just rewatched Blade. Who's going to be the new character? Um, I think that they're... So Wesley Snipes is supposed to cameo. Which would be super cool. And, like, pass off the baton to... Uh, his name is, like, Moose, Mustafa Al-Khalil or something like that. He's a pretty famous black actor. Okay. He's done a couple... He uh, looks like Wesley Snipes. They look really similar. Ma- and that's, Mahershala Ali? Uh, Mahershala. It's like Mashallah. Ah. Yeah. This guy, he's been in, he's been in a lot of movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um... 
But the um, the the old Blade movies. I mean, those yeah. were those were dark. Those were dark. Yeah. You know, so it'll be interesting to see if that they continue with that. I hope they do. We just watched the first one together, Mason and I did, and it was like. I forgot how dark it was yeah. and like how they had like blood clubs and like yeah. I, like Parker Posey who I haven't seen in a movie in a minute was like the bad guy and I was like in the third one yeah yeah okay, this bitch. but um, yeah yeah it was I'm excited to see that reboot that'll be cool hopefully they'll keep it dark yeah but yeah. Yeah. so how many episodes are there left so, left in uh, oh, three three more okay in Winter Soldier. Um, I don't know. I don't know where they're going to go with that with three more episodes left. They just in- introduced the the chick from Wakanda. It, yeah. Oh, oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. And who is there's she only three after? more episodes to capitalize on that introduction. Wait, so who is she coming after? I forget even. Well, she was there to talk to Bucky, I think, wasn't it? Didn't... No, she was coming after She was there else. to talk to Bucky because the Wakandans are... Uh, not very pleased with Bucky because he was framed. That already for... that already happened. It already he... was done. He was in Wakanda. Yeah, but they still don't. No, they're coming after Zemo, Mason. That's who killed their de- uh, T'Chaka. Oh. Zemo was the one that framed Bucky. Oh, that's right. Okay, so they're that's gonna, coming together. She's Sorry, gonna, she's gonna try to team up with Bucky to double cross Zemo, while Zemo is probably going to try to double cross Bucky and Falcon. I don't know if she's trying to team up with anyone. I think she's just trying to fuck somebody up. It could be. I think what I, if I read correctly, um, Chadwick Boseman was supposed to be in this show, mm. and then he got very sick, so they had to film without him. Yeah. But they wanted the Wakanda aspect. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read that that he was supposed to be in the show. That would have been cool. Yeah. He was Bring the, back Michael B. Jordan. That was the plan, I think. I would love if he came back. I, he I think there. he did such a great job as Killmonger. And and honestly, was he wrong? <laughs> like, he's not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I would love if, if they found a way to bring him back. I mean, he... I think they he, are. Oh, it's he's the Marvel cast. Universe. They can bring him back. I think he's already back. cast in it. Yeah. So... It'd be awesome. Um, and did you want to... Did you want... Did you want to go... you want us to leave here? Do you have any last thoughts? You want to continue no, talking? I, no pressure. No, I can. I can sit. I can sit <laughs> I, and listen. I'm I can sit and listen. No, you can talk. Um, my favorite. So let's talk about favorite parts of this episode. My favorite yeah. part of this episode <coughs> was when. So just to preface, guys, TJ doesn't like Sharon Carter. No. Okay. I yeah. don't either. I like the actress. I don't. I don't like Sharon Carter just because she. I just feel like the way she was introduced was. Like for the wrong reason. reasons. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I don't either. But I liked her this episode. There was some badassery. She was wearing leather. Yeah. She was fighting people. She was kicking ass this episode. She threw a pipe through someone's shoulder. Yeah. Mason liked that. He was like, I like that they showed that. And he it said... needed to be more blood, though. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dude. I just need a little more blood. It needs to gush. Like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. It's a pipe that is what he wants. Somebody. Um, that was a cool moment, though. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you kind of got to see it a little bit in Civil War when she was, you know, kicking people's ass. And, yes. um, you know, so I thought that was pretty cool. I did. It made me like her more. Um, and also, like, 
I like that she had like a weird underground art party that happened. Like yeah. that was so random. There's so like, random part like rich people partying amongst like artifacts. Yep. And I was like, what? I did think there was one part in the sh- in the episode that was interesting when she said something like, "What? Are you kidding?" She goes, "They don't keep the real ones in the museums." That's true. She, like she's like they're all fakes. I was like, "That's true." I, I bet that's true. No, that is true. I. But I didn't know that. <laughs> it makes sense, though. It's, it was, like, like I think, like, 2009 or something like that. A, a, a guy, not a guy, he was, like, a curator, actually went to the Mude- Museum of Modern Art yeah. in New York. And he was, like, getting a piece ready. And he was, like, this is the fake one. And he didn't know that museums put fake ones in there. They're, like, yeah, make the fake one look nice. And they're, like... And then he wrote an entire article about it busting up the scene. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So he. Like, I was like so like. That. So the real ones are bought <laughs> bought by some. That rich that I don't know. <coughs> that I don't. They know. have to be. They're probably kept just sitting in the underground. Sun. Well, if they can steal the Constitution or the Declaration, <laughs> that's, that's what they do. Well, like I was sitting in some vault, like in uh, the National back, Treasure. Back to Nick Cage. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's gonna steal. He's gonna steal them. It's going to steal the Declaration of we're Independence. We're going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Yep. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought that was so surprising. I was just like, what? Oh, poor yeah, Bradley. He's so scared right now. Um, Is he scared? Because he's hearing thunder. Oh, I didn't hear any. Yeah. Okay. It was a little bit ago. We yeah. heard it. It was pretty, pretty loud. But um, one of my favorite moments in the episode was... And I can't remember if me and Celine actually talked about this on the podcast or if we talked about it just separately, but um, we mentioned that Zemo in the comic book, his name is Baron Zemo. Yep. Which is, I think, what we were getting to when Mason came out. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think I said something to you and I said, you know, is he actually a Baron? What is a Baron? Yeah. You know, I knew it was something with the monarchy and yeah. all that. And we kind of talked about it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this episode, we actually find out he is like a baron loaded. <laughs> yeah, he's actually yeah. in the monarchy. Yeah. So okay, which is kind of weird. So like, if he does have as much, if well, I guess he doesn't ever say how much money he has, but if he is a baron and he probably comes from money, why did he live in Sokovia? <laughs> he was in the military. He was like a captain or whatever. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I'm like, yeah. why would you live in like a poor country no, if you had like, money? He was, like, a part of the group, like, doing testing for, like, Hydra and stuff like that. So he was, like, obsessed with Hydra. And then he was mad because super soldiers, like, ruined his life and whatever. Got it. So okay, that makes sense. wanted to kill the Avengers because they, like, fucked up his life. That makes sense. So. I have a question. When they went, the, oh, jeez. Before this episode, um, when they went to that rundown neighborhood and they walked in the house and they talked to that, that old, older black guy that had super... Human yep. power. Like, he had the serum, too, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did they ever tie that together, or is that, like, something we were still so TJ, waiting for? TJ and I touched on this last week. That guy's son is actually going to be a part of the Young Avengers, or is in the comics. Um, so he's in the comics, but they never touched on him in the movies. They just touched on him now, in the show. But yeah, he it was, like... I think I'm pretty sure his part, his plot point in the comics came out right around the time um, the Black Panther movement was coming happening. Okay. And that's when they introduced Isaiah, and so yeah, I get it makes sense to 
introduce him now, I guess, in, like, this grand scheme of things. Well, yeah, they introduced him, but then he, but he freaked out, and then they left, and that's kind of the well, last week. He's, like, super traumatized. Okay. So we're not... What do you guys think? We're not going to see we'll, that? I um, think they're going to circle back to it. Yeah. In this show or in a future show? Either in the show or show. in a movie. But what movie? I would imagine he's yeah, not going to show up. Yeah, because his son or grandson. Is comes it, Patriot, I think yeah. his name is. Yeah. Um, I would hope they come back. I mean, because that's a pretty big plot point to bring up. To not To just back not do anything with I it. I think he'll end up helping them. I think so, too. I think yeah. he'll end up... Helping them and dying. Helping, yeah. Doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll come back to it in this... Yeah. Oh, he's Shelf. for sure gonna die if he helps, because then the son's gonna. Yeah, be, he's gonna be the patriot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I think sure that's his name. I'm pretty that's sure he'll okay. die. So is the son gonna have the serum? I think he has superhuman strength in the comics. Yeah. Not now though. Nope, not right now. Yeah, in, in the comics, I think he ends well, up getting it. I guess we don't know right now. We don't really know much about him. He just answered the door. Yeah. So we don't know. Um. But. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm hoping they, they wrap that up in this show. Yeah. We'll see. Um, Mason really dislikes the villain of this show right now. Which ones? The yeah. Flag Smash? Which... Yeah, the oh, Flag Smash. Oh, the, the, yeah, I don't want to say anything that terrible, but no. Uh, no. the little redhead girl, her face bothers me. It's She's just... not tough. It's like yeah, red she's like, not she's a, like a little red riding hood, and she can beat the shit out of a semi truck. Like it, yeah. it's not that you look. They're like Scarlett Johansson isn't a large woman. She's not at all like somebody that you should be intimidated by. But she's intimidating. Yeah. There's like that aura of the Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it just makes it makes you hate the person worse if a they're ugly, but b they're the bad guy too. It just it just amplifies it, and so yeah. 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 And, uh, I don't know. They, they, what do they call themselves? The Freedom Fighters or... The Flag Smashers. Flag Smashers, something like, yeah, same thing as Freedom Fighters. Yeah. They're trying to do good, but over, overall they're uh, more destructive than They just want else. life before the blip, which they haven't really, like, detailed why yeah. yet, but I, I, honestly, again, we, I said this last episode, I really don't care why. Like, I don't, that whole plot point, I don't truly care about but yeah that's one of the villains there but then there's the captain america who is also going to be a villain which we're all in agreement we hate him well that's what he was designed for yeah i mean kudos to the actor and he makes you dislike him well even the the director after he was introduced what was it episode two or three after he's introduced everyone was like oh i hate that guy and the the director said perfect yeah you know that's what we were going for oh really yeah I didn't know that. That's cool. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. if you join any sort of Marvel project, I think there is an immense amount of pressure to do the character justice and making sure that you please the fan base. We and, do, yeah. You we know, do have to give the villain some due, huh? Yeah. We always talk shit about how much we hate them. I but mean, but like you dislike him, but like that's like he, that's yeah. what he's designed to be. You're just, like, he's designed so you just well, like think back Game of Thrones, King Joffrey. Oh, yeah, you fuck. Hate. He's. Uh, He's such a good actor. I even hate him in real. If I met him in real life, I, like, apparently he's like the nicest well, guy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. But it, he's just that good. And, and same it with was same with so Cersei. Well. Apparently, she's like very nice to her fans, but people were scared to approach her. Yeah. 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 
But again, kudos to the actor. I mean, you're playing no, the role. No, yeah, we do have to give them the, their due. I do hate John Walker, and it like he's doing a great job at making us hate him. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I just want to make sure it didn't stop. We're good. Um, yeah, we let that happen one time. Um, well, but, oh, before we move on, one thing I was going to say was, um, one thing my mom has always said is that when it comes to women villains, is that it's hard to make them... Um, it's hard to make them believable as being... Um, well, not believable. It's hard to take them seriously as a bad guy. Yeah. Um, because generally, most women who try to be tough or bad guys, I don't think are good at it. I will agree. But I'm going to give you examples of women that are good at it. Oh, and, I was going to get there, yeah. too. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. But there are also, I think there are a ton of women who mm-hmm. are like, oh my God, like, they would kick my ass. Like, yes. Scarlett Johansson, for sure, where she is, is probably like the nicest person, but like, She embodies the Black Widow. Yes. Uh, Mila Jovovich, who... Resident Evil. Resident Evil. I mean, she seems like the nicest person, but she can throw a punch. Same with, speak on that same vein, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. She looks beautiful and stunning, but... Yeah. She's a badass. Like, uh, I wouldn't want to get into a fight with her. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Tomb Raider, Salt, Maleficent. Like, she's been a villain, like, or a badass in many different scenarios, but this particular girl is not at all like frightening to me even with her hulk smash like powers whatever yeah she just seems normal doesn't help that she's only like 411 or it seems like she's really short which i'm not saying she's a bad actress and i think in any other scenario if she was playing a different role i just don't think she's a villain no there's specific people that are villains i mean like hella oh yeah like kate blanchett kate blanchett yeah that's a great villain yeah did a great job. Um, one of my my kind of go-to people who I think is just not a tough actress. If, if either of you seen Resident Evil Apocalypse, the second one? Yeah. Yeah. The chick that plays Jill Valentine. Yeah. Oh my god. Absolutely hated her as Jill Valentine. She was not tough. She was not intimidating. She was someone who was trying to act tough and trying to just no, she couldn't. No, no I, I agree with you. Speaking of girls like that, you actually mentioned this before we actually started the show. In Gifted, Polaris. Oh. That actress is also not, like, you can't take her. She's just not t- she's tough. Like, she's just not Magneto's daughter. No. You know? Yeah. Or, like, if Kate, Kate Blanchett were playing that character, totally would believe oh it. Oh, my God. You know? Or, like. I just think of Kate Blanchett in, like, the Ocean's 8 movie yeah. and how badass she was. And I'm like, oh, like, she's got it. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree. There are, there are women who can play the bad per- the bad guy or the villain. I do think in Gifted, the the villain, the the girl, it's actually three of them, the triplets. The triplets are good. Yeah. They're, they're like, an, a different kind of good for villain. They're just, like, a... They're not a physical villain at all. Yeah. They're just... They screw with your mind, and and they sound yeah. scary when they all talk together. <laughs> also, that show is dumb because they're all superheroes, and they're literally like the FBI is hunting them down. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Quick fun fact: the triplets. You know that they're supposed to be like the daughters of Emma Frost. Yep. Which I thought yep. was kind of cool. Yep. Um, little fun fact. Which they've tried to introduce Emma Frost so many times that like now it's yeah whatever, but. Anyways, my, my point of the story about women being tough was that you either 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 women, even same with men, though. I mean, there's some men where it's like, dude, you're not tough. 
Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. either you are or you aren't. Yeah, I agree. You know, and um, I can't think of. I any think Sharon Carter is actually pretty tough. Like, I think she played like plays a badass better than the villain. In this episode, she definitely was more believe more believable as a badass. Yeah, because she was. A she kind of it seemed like she just didn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, my um. Anything more you want to? No. My sister brought up something. She said she read somewhere that people think that she is the um, the broker or whatever the, the power broker. Power broker. People th- or she read somewhere that people think that Sharon. she might be the, the the power broker. That Sharon might be. Yeah. I think she might be too. Which I that would be a Actually, good twist. I shouldn't say that. I think that Mason said that while he's here. I shouldn't take credit for his work. Mason was like, I bet she's the power broker. And I was like, haha, funny. And he was like, no, I'm serious. And I was like, oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So he did, Mason did mention that. Usually I take credit for Mason's stuff when he's on here. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't right now. <laughs> it, it would be interesting if she was because you have someone like the Winter Soldier who got pardoned for all of his horribleness. And then someone like her who doesn't really have much of a record who didn't get pardoned. You know, it's kind so of, I could see where she would be a little pissed and be like, fuck you, really? Also, it would make her, like, just that much more likable if she was the power broker, and I don't know why, yeah. but, like, it would make her, like, I don't know, it changes things for me. Mm-hmm. I love that actress a lot, so, <coughs> yeah. I just, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, Mason did say that. It'd be interesting. Damn it, he's in the room. Usually Mason, I take credit for the stuff you say. I'm like, well. Makes me wonder how many times... That's happened. A lot. You should listen to our episodes. It happens quite a bit. And then I'll tell TJ later when we're off recording. I'm like, that was actually Mason. That's like that. Mason's going to pop up here all the time now. supervise these things. (laughs) He'll get a cut of the money. (laughs) Or just not speak at all anymore about these shows until it's podcast time. I'll give you credit. I'll give you credit now that I know that you're going to pop up here. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So what else happened in this episode that was... Like, memorable. Well, one thing I wanted to point out was um, the Madripoor. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Um, Hugh, I haven't read a lot of the X-Men comics, but from what I've read from, like, articles and all that, um, apparently it's a huge Mutant. destination in X-Men. Yeah. And that it's it fre- frequents the comic books quite a bit. So it's interesting that they're planting all of these little seeds. For X-Men? For X-Men. Cool. When we know that they're at some point coming to the Marvel Well, they universe. bought Fox in order yeah. to have all of their Your characters next, back. <laughs> Sony, you heard us. Honestly, Marvel should hire us. Heard? Um, yeah, Sony's next. And I, I, people would joke, you know, when that was happening. They're like, oh, Disney's not going to buy Fox. Like, they wouldn't do that. And I was like, why wouldn't they do that? Ching, ching, bitches. Because <laughs> they've said so many times that they want all of their characters back. Mm-hmm. So, they got, so, Marvel, Fox, Sony. Yeah. And who better to take the mantle than Disney, who has, like, all that cash money? Well, because when, Mar- so when Disney bought Fox, Fox still owned the character Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Daredevil was on Netflix. With the, with um, the purchase of the Fox deal, they had to wait two years before they could use any of the Fox characters. It's now been two years. They can start introducing or reintroducing. I'm hoping Daredevil, because he's one of my absolute favorite characters. I like Daredevil, too. X-Men. Um, I would love if they d- um, had Jessica Jones back. Electra. 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 Well... I would just like to see all of these shows, because they were, like, okay on Netflix, yeah. but in the vein of, 
Like, the Defenders sucked. Let's be honest. I liked it, but... <laughs> yeah. No, I, it's just Defenders like, with Luke Cage and... Yeah. And uh, Jessica Jones and who and else? Iron yeah. And Iron Fist. Iron Fist, and there was one more. Also, I don't like the actor that plays Iron Fist. No. Did you watch the Iron Fist? I did. Okay. We watched it together, basically. Iron Fist was better than Defenders. Yeah. The yeah. second season was better. Yeah. The first season was terrible. And I mean, maybe people liked it, you know? It was a while ago. I don't quite remember, but... Uh, I, I'm, like, t- till I run out of air to speak... I will say this. Marvel does all of their own shit better than other people do. Nobody can do Marvel like Marvel does it. Netflix mm-hmm. can't do Marvel. Sony can't do Marvel. Fox can't do Marvel. Only Marvel. Kevin Feige can do Marvel. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm, like, uh, till the day I die. The minute Kevin Feige stops doing Marvel and, like, planning all the storylines, are fucked. I was say we're fucked. Yeah. Because he's been planning shit for, like, 15, 20 years at this point. Yep. That's the only reason, like, that's... The only reason things wrap back around on your left, that's a Kevin Feige moment, okay? Just want you guys to know that. He's the one that was like, we're going to bring that back a couple of times. And they were like, why? And they're yep. like, it's going to mean something. Even in the, this, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, when he, um, Sam was giving a speech, yeah, the Captain America poster was on his left. Yep. Which on I thought was left? funny, you yep. know? I kind of a, a like throwback a to that. Nod. Yeah. Yeah. That actually was in one of the things you sent me, which I was like, that's yeah. interesting. I want to nod back. But, yeah, that's why Marvel needs to own all these shows and movies and characters, because I want Elektra done with Marvel. Mm-hmm. I want Daredevil done with Marvel, although I did love, like, the Netflix one was not bad. I really like the Daredevil Netflix show because it really did the comic book yeah. justice. And the casting was really good. And the casting was really good. Eladia Young, who played Elektra, she was okay as Elektra. Um, she was I another did. one of those... People, I didn't think she was, like, terribly tough. <laughs> she just looked like the comic book character. I think yeah. that's why. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, nothing against Jennifer Garner, because Jennifer Garner will always have a special place in my heart. She's the one that got me into the Electra character. Um, I would I, love to see her done better, though. I loved Electra in her own movie. In the Daredevil movie, though, yeah. the Daredevil movie sucked, because I hate Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about that. But Bullseye was good. Colin Farrell was good as Bullseye. Yeah. And Jennifer yeah. Garner. Yeah. Even though anyway. she is, looks, she's not Greek and looks nothing like yeah, the character. Yeah, her name but... is Electra Nachios, and yeah. she's not Greek. And she doesn't have green eyes. No. Like, nowhere in the comic book has she ever had green no. eyes. Anyways. Um, so. But, anyways, going back to Badge Report. It's, it's an important part for Marvel because it's going to let them introduce the X-Men, which I'm... Very excited about it. I think so. X-Men, that's when we'll see the little girl in Logan come back. X-23, I hope so. She's uh, so, not going to be too little anymore. So that little girl is the girl in His Dark Materials. Yep. So she's that. like a full-blown actress now, mm. which you should watch that show, by the way. It's in my, on my yeah. list, actually. Um, you should it's watch that. Good. It's actually, yeah, you have to get into it, though. Um, but she has, not only does she have Wolverine's <laughs> she has you know, feeties. talents, she has feet. Yeah. Knives. <laughs> Did she have those in Logan? Yeah. 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 I couldn't remember. It's been a lot. She's since a little she bit more evolved than Logan was. Yeah. I I I would hope that they would re like have her come back and do that, but you never know. X Men was made by Fox, so. Well, I do. I mean, Deadpool is gonna. Deadpool is De- joining the Marvel yeah, universe. Yeah. Which. So. It's awesome because that means he could literally pop up anywhere, which he normally does. So I'm um, so excited by how much he jokes about the X Men or the 
jokes about the X-Men, he jokes about the Avengers, so I'm excited for him to pop up and be like, the fuck we doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm excited for it. And it's going to be um, an R-rated Deadpool, which I think will be one of Marvel's first R-rated movies, so. They have stated. Were they not R-rated before? Deadpool wasn't Marvel. It was Fox. De- Deadpool was R-rated. With Ryan Reynolds? Those it, ones were Fox? Mm-hmm. Those were R-rated, but they weren't under Marvel's umbrella. Name. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So this Deadpool three will be the first Deadpool movie under Marvel's umbrella, umbrella yeah. and it'll be their first R rated movie. I want Deadpool and Venom to duke it out. Oh my god! I want so Venom funny. and Spider Man to have their day together as Absolutely. like like kind of duo, but like both hate each other because Venom hates Spider Man, but Eddie doesn't hate Spider Man, and yeah, I just want that to happen so bad. Yeah. But that's Sony. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I'm excited. Um, we should finish talking about this episode. Well, so another really cool moment that I loved. Uh, we're um, going to we're gonna say goodbye to Mason. I'm going to pop off. Thank you for coming, Mason. <laughs> yeah, thanks say, for having say, me, guys. Lean in and say thank you to the audience. Thank you, everybody. It was wonderful. <laughs> Tell them you love them. <laughs> I love each and every one of you. <laughs> All right, bye. Thanks for joining. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, another really cool moment, though, and I think we might have touched on, touched on it a little bit, was um, we got to see Baron Zemo in his costume. I know. Which, With um, his mask. Which it kind of gave me goosebumps. Yeah. Just because, like, I, I, I like that Marvel is, like, being more... I mean, they've always been very faithful to their comic book costumes. But I get what you're saying. A you little know? more so now. But they're... They're taking more risks, you know, like with Wanda giving her her headpiece. Mm-hmm. There's no way they would have done that when she no. first started because people wouldn't no. have taken her seriously. Uh-uh. And now with Zemo, like, I get why they didn't do it in Civil War because, like, why? I get why they're doing it, like, gradually. It makes yeah. more sense. And the fact that he, he had it on in this costume, I thought it was so cool. And it was, like, intimidating, you know? It was creepy. His yeah. mask is creepy. Which is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it, I think it was very effective. It was, it was a very cool moment. It was. I, yeah. I really like him as an actor. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. He does a good job. He does. He's a good villain. Mm-hmm. He should play a villain more often. Yeah. He, um, well, like we mentioned earlier, you trust him more than you trust John oh Walker God. right now. John Walker, I would trust him barely far enough. Uh, what's the saying? As far as I can throw him? Yeah. Barely I, far I, enough. <laughs> I can trust him as far as I can throw him. Which. Or something like that. Which is like I have the strength of a newborn baby cow, so it's not going very far. No, <laughs> I trust him about this amount of space. Yeah, yeah. We currently have our legs interlocked, like in the last episode. Yeah, no, we thought we'd create like the, the scenario. I don't know, is that weird? We didn't say it to you guys, but like, That's right? This is what we do. We like to create the moment. Right. Which did you know that was improv? Was it really? Yes. I just saw that it was improv. That's funny. I was like, that's amazing. Cause, and then it was a TikTok, and then I was like, that's hilarious. Wait, did the lady improv it, or did they improv they it? They improved it, and she okay. just kept going off of it. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was like, that's genius on her part. No. But that's, well, either whoever's part of it is, it's genius. But it was funny as hell. Uh, um, I'm trying to remember, how did the episode end? The episode ended with, oh shit, I don't remember. We're going to have to look this up. I, I can't like remember beyond certain parts. Oh, 
I remember how it ended. Okay. They, um, Bucky and Sam and Sharon were, they went to another country and Bucky just said he needed a moment to himself and he was going to go take a walk. And he ended up finding a Wakandan bead That's right. on the side of the building. Yep. And he followed it and mm-hmm. ended up running into um, one of the Wakandan soldiers. And I feel bad because I cannot remember her name, but I don't think they ever actually mention her by name. I don't think they do. But she's been in... She was in the movies. Yeah, she was in yeah. Civil War. She was in Infinity War, Endgame, mm-hmm. and now um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And she's there, too. We were confused in the beginning because Mason didn't watch Civil War, but um, she's there to avenge T'Chaka, uh, T'Challa's father, yeah. who was killed by Zemo framing Bucky. Right. So that's what she was there for, to avenge King T'Chaka. Her name is Ao. Ao? Ao or Ayo. Okay. It's A-Y-O. Ao? Ao. 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 Sorry, that's what it made me think of. <laughs> um, which, I mean, she's, she's talked about someone being, like, just scary looking and intimidating. She's beautiful, though. Yeah, I mean, she's just... Like, scary, beautiful. Her, her presence was just, her like... Her posture, her face, her oh, bone structure. I, like, I was warm, but also peed. I was like... <laughs> I, was like I was like, look at that bald head. Yeah. There are not very many people that look really great bald. No. And she looked good. I so I was kind of bummed that it wasn't um, Okoye from I know I thought Black it was Panther. Be Okoye too. Um, because I really like her and yeah. I loved her on The Walking Dead yes. and Shona's one of my favorite yep. characters. I don't watch Walking Dead anymore because I'm just we. over it. But everyone keeps dying. Yeah, um, I was kind of bummed that it wasn't her because yeah. I thought it when I saw the bald head that it was going to yeah. be her. But then I saw it was the other chick and she's fine too. I mean mm-hmm. she's cool. And we don't have, don't know her yet, yeah. so she could be even like better. We don't know. Yeah, but I mean she's another one where. She shaves her head, mm-hmm. and she looks really good with a bald head. This one or this the Ao like, Ao and um, Akoya. Akoya, yeah, yeah, like they both look beautiful. I don't know with how no they. Hair. I don't know how they found all of these perfectly <coughs> shaped heads, right, for, to play the warriors. But they all are stunning and bald. Yeah, and I look like a shaved turnip. Yep. Like yep. I can feel the bumps in my head. I'm yep. like I would look like. I like, look like a turtle. I would look like a carrot. Like, that's how fucked up my head is. Like, it's just, like, going in points and directions. But, like, their head is perfect. What? Like, how? Like, there's no blemishes. How? There's no bumps, no bruises. They I mean, just shave like, it every day. They have to, right? I have no, But I know the um the, the chick that plays Okoye. And, like, she actually... She actually shaves her head, Danae, too. It's Danae something. I forget her name. I always forget, too. Yeah. But she, she does shave her head as well. And, yeah. um... But they look both look beautiful. Yeah, they look stunning. I gotta look her up now because I can't remember her name. Danae. 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 Danae Guerrera. Guerrera. I don't know. Oops. No. No. Oh, Danae Guerrera. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I didn't butcher that completely. No, you did good. Um. So yeah, that's. Why did I know her first name? I don't know. That was just weird. I have such like a that. dumb memory. Um. You're just smart like that. No, it's a stupid memory. Like, why her name? Um, I am known for knowing the world's most worthless facts, but you'd, like, try to tell me, like, hey, what's 12 times 7? Um, I don't know. Give me a minute. 
a minute. Give me like an hour. I can't do that in my head. It would be like, what's 12 times 11? Yep. And count back from that. But, you know, I can no, I can bring I, up a bunch of worthless facts for you. I like, the, the, my issue is I always Google actors. You and I both do this. We're like, who is that guy? Yep. And then we just like search actors. But yeah, I think I just remembered her name. But, yeah. yeah. So the episode ended with, with them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because Wakanda was the one that took... Wakanda that re- forever. Wakanda forever. Uh, they're the ones that took the the bad parts out of Bucky's brain. Yep. It sounded like that was a terrible way to phrase it. They took the... They lobotomized him. They, they got rid of the not-so-friendly parts. They shaved his brain. Yes. And they gave him his new metal arm. Yep. So. Vibranium. He, he's had like three arms, or like four arms now. Isn't that weird? I think vibranium's the only one that can't break off. Yeah, because he had his original arm that was human-made <laughs> that got ripped off. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, what was that made of? <laughs> <laughs> and then he had his Winter Soldier arm. Which was um, adamantium. I'm just kidding. That's no, that's not coming, though. Which we know Tony blasted off. And yeah. now he has his Wakandan arm. Yep. So he's had like three arms. Yep. Maybe even a fourth one. I don't know. I wonder what the next one is, his adamantine arm. I don't know, it'd be heavy as fuck. He's super strong, isn't well, he? No, that's true. He has a super soldier. Also, strength. isn't it like a fake arm, so it's like bionic, so it lifts itself? It's not like there's like real muscle in it. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm talking way too much shit I don't know about. I don't know either. I, I, just, I make I it up s- as I go. I said that and I got stressed out because I'm like, some scientist is going to listen to me like, what the fuck are you talking about? Obviously, we have a lot of scientists listening to this. We do. We get, All right. we get constant... Emails. Feedback from the scientists. Yeah. Stephen like, Hawking. Yeah. Bill Gates. From beyond. Not Bill Gates, but Stephen Hawking. <laughs> is Stephen Hawking dead? He is. He passed away. <laughs> oh my God, listen, please. I'm so sorry. Um, I don't know. Any final thoughts on the episode? I liked it. I wish this was the pace that the second episode went at. Yeah. But. Oh, I remember one more thing. Not about the show, but that me and Celine talked about um, actually earlier tonight. Um... So with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like, I like it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it's not one that I'm as excited to watch like I was upon division. Yep. Um, like, it's a really good show. Yeah. But, like, with WandaVision, I was, like, I'd watch it, and then I'd be like, oh, my God, like, you need to watch it now. And I would. Yeah. I would. I'd where, be like, okay, we're watching it right now. Right. It was like for me, like Friday after dinner, we're sitting down, everyone yep. shut your mouths, we're watching this. And then TJ would text me, like, have you watched it? And I'm like, like, no. But with this one, I'm like, okay, I'm like, you know, do we want to watch it now or do we want to watch it tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. You know? I, like, I still like it. No, but... it's just, I get what you're saying. Mason likes this one more than WandaVision. Yeah. It's not, and I like this one. I like WandaVision more than this one. Yeah. I don't know. I think I just like the, uh, I like the fantasy aspect of it, and I love the Scarlet Witch character. Mm -hmm. Um, Me too, and I love Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, I do too. I think she does such a good job as the character. So much research. You can tell how much research she did. Excuse me. Yeah, she's, I mean, I think she's literally read every comic book. Available, yeah. Um, And probably some that aren't available. Yeah, which is like, I think, huge dedication to the character. Did you know that when Jennifer Garner played Elektra... um, when she got her own movie, which, I mean, people either loved it or they hated it. I actually it. didn't mind it. Most people hated it. I liked it for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that she was in a red costume. Mm-hmm. Her hair bugged me in the movie, but... The bangs. <sighs> it was tough. It 
It was tough. It was tough. I got through also, it. Also, like, I didn't... There was a lot of it I didn't understand. Like, the shadow people and, like... Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Anyways, my point with the, the movie was is that she actually read every single Electra comic book that was available at the time to prepare for the character, which I thought was, like, she's great. A, she's a great actor, so you yeah. can tell. Um, which I thought is, like, if you get the role, like, that's what you should do. Yeah, I agree. You know? Um, and I just thought that was interesting because Scarlet, or Scarlet Witch. Electra? No, Elizabeth Olsen did the same yeah, thing for Scarlet Witch. I so, know. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I like the episode. I'm excited for episode four, which is in two days, so. I know. I'm excited, too. And it'll be interesting because it's going to be the penultimate, yeah, it's the penultimate episode. And you guys should actually, like, let us know how you liked having a guest, if it was weird and. I thought it flowed very naturally. I, I thought it added, so, like, something different to it. It was so funny. I loved it. Yeah. I'll make him do that more often. Yeah, I had fun. It's still going to be TJ and Celine, but with, like, a splash of Mason. Yeah. Every year. Every once a year. We're going to just keep it in the closet until then, though. Yeah. Exactly. In the cage. <laughs> all right. Any last thoughts? No. That's all. All right. Well, um, we'll be back next week talking about episode four. Um, mm-hmm. Till then, TJ and Celine. Out. Peace.